Hello, and welcome to the Your Healthy Business Podcast, where we explore the technical how-to, the energetic woo-woo, and the physical health and wellness components of growing your healthy business. I'm Janine Diltz-Bayman, your host, and today I've got with me the beautiful Karen Dennett. She is the founder of Engaging Education, the Be the Difference program, and the Future Female Leadership program, which is all based here in Western Australia and very quickly going across the world. So Karen, I am so excited to ha- have you on the show today. I've had the pleasure of working with you for the past few years with the Aligned Mind Mentorship and Mastermind program, and I have seen your business just explode. So would you mind sharing us a little bit about where, where you're at in your business and what the journey has been like? Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, Janine. It's really great to be able to be here and share what we do. So Engage in Education, I'm a former teacher myself. And Engage in Education has, was created to provide young people, but also educators with the skills, with the resources, with the courage and the confidence to be able to build future skills and to be able to, to be empowered, to be able to make a difference in their world and to be able to have that confidence to take that forward in their future, in their careers, to build life skills and to do that through working directly with and learning from people in industry. So people in industry sharing their expertise, broadening their horizons and helping them to raise their aspirations to know what is out there to explore the opportunities, but also to help them with that upskilling and raising that understanding and giving them those opportunities to learn. Brilliant. Brilliant. And the Be The Difference program. So that's come along after you'd already had engaging education up and running, correct? Yes, yes. So Be The Difference was, it was a program that we created from myself as um, my experience as a teacher, from my experience as a parent, and also from working with people in industry who could see the skills that young people want, what they wanted from young people to have as they came through. And as an experience as a teacher, I could see very clearly there were a lot of life challenges that young people weren't having the opportunity to explore in schools. So financial security, the understanding of leadership, diversity and inclusion, how to deal with conflict, uh, women in STEM, what does that actually even mean and why is that important? The boys as well, purpose and direction, um, understanding their place in the world, but there seemed to be this this need for a shift for young people to be able to step into their own power mm-hmm. because they're this this idea that they have the ability within themselves to change their own world and to to make those little shifts in mindset make those little shifts in their behavior and actions so that they can actually change things and make their life the way that they want it to be Yes. So the program was very much developed with industry experts to share their knowledge of what happens in the world so that then young people can explore how that impacts in their world and then learn those tools and strategies to step into that power and and decide what needs to be done to be the difference. And they also learn from a TED Talk coach how to articulate that really effectively so that as young people, they can be heard on those matters that are really important to them. And that's essentially what Be The Difference is all about. That is absolutely brilliant. And to be able to pass those skills on to the next generation, I mean, I know that whole, you know, the message of inspiring the next generation is something that you and I both 
deeply, deeply believe in. And to see that coming into practice and what you've created there has just been fantastic to see coming through. Thank so, you. I, now, and I know, I know for you that life wasn't always, I mean, this wasn't always your path. And I think it's really important for our listeners to know that so many entrepreneurs out there who, it just starts with one idea, isn't it? And then, and then taking action on that. So if you could share with us perhaps that pivotal moment, or if there was a pivotal moment in your life that really led you in the direction that you're on now. Yeah, definitely. So I originally worked, so I, I'm, I'm a marketing and communications graduate. I graduated in the 90s some time ago um, <laughs> and uh, I, um, I moved on and I, I worked in marketing and comms roles, but I really wanted something that I could actually really help, help and be the difference. I didn't just want to, you know, work um, in an office and, and just do a job where I work nine to five and then I come back home. I wanted something that had re- like accountability as well. So I moved into teaching. And I really love teaching and I, I love the opportunity of taking young people out on excursions, giving them opportunities, all the extracurricular things like, you know, camps and clubs and, you know, soccer um, activities and taking them away on surfing weekends and, you know, doing all these trips to businesses and bringing in the real world into learning. And I really enjoyed it. But what I found was in a classroom as just one teacher I couldn't make a big enough impact that I wanted to have. And I could see that there was this big difference between the perception of business in the, in the school environment, well, from the school environment I was in anyway, so I can't talk for all schools, but this difference between how business was perceived and how every other academic subject was achieved. Mm-hmm. And also I saw so many young people who were in, on a pastoral level in my tutor group who started off in year 10 as being like really bright and um, funny and kind and happy. And, and they just sort of, as they started doing their exams and academic subjects, or they withdrew from them or they were doing a different path, they started to get a little bit lost and they started to compare themselves on a grade level to other students. And I found it really sad to see, and, and it also impacted a lot on mental health. Um, they didn't feel good enough. And I just really wanted to make sure that I just felt that I couldn't make a big enough impact in that environment by myself. And I wanted to do something where I came out. And when my students went out and they spoke to industry, that's when they lit up. And they they really, um, you could see that someone from industry talking to them and telling them, oh, that's a really great idea. Or you know, I really like what you've done there with that with that um, project or with that thing you've just done, that project, that activity. And you could see that their whole body language shifted and they felt good about themselves. And, you know, and I, I just wanted to create more opportunities like that for young people to engage, to connect with people in industry and actually really feel that they were building a possibilities mindset. So those experiences and it just just wanting to really make a difference and realizing I couldn't just do that as one person, one teacher in one school. Yeah. Yeah. And since then, since that sort of concept has really taken off and it has in such a big way um, and kudos to you for, you know, I know it's been such a big, big challenge and multiple challenges along the way, but sort of how did you start to find your ground? Like what were the first steps that you began taking when you had this idea and knew that you wanted to impact even more people? across Australia and the world, what did you do? 
Um, well, like most people, it's quite tentative. So I still worked whilst I started to build this because it was, you know, when you've got children and you've got an income, you, you can't just like literally drop everything mm-hmm. and have like no money coming in when you haven't got a proven concept. So yes. um, I, I still worked, I was still teaching, but I started to organize some events and I, um, I went part time, um, so it dropped a few hours so that I could do this and I started to organize. So I organized a big student conference and I organized a um, inspiring women and inspiring men in business events and also some professional currency for teachers to help teachers get that industry awareness and engagement because, they're, you know, being in a school is like working in a bubble. You are completely removed from everything. And you get so stuck in that day. I think that happens in every business, really. You get kind of like stuck into your day-to-day work, but you lose track of what's happening in in the outside world from where you are. So I wanted to give teachers that opportunity to connect so that they could upskill and they could talk with confidence about what their, how the concepts they were delivering related to the real world. So, um, yeah, so I started off with those events, but um, quite fortunately, it was actually before COVID and I realized that the teachers were really struggling to come out of the classroom because logistically it was really hard. You know, you've got covered teachers, you've got to, um, you know, get permission slips. You've got, there's a lot of admin involved and it costs a lot of money and you've got to get pe- uh, payment from students or uh, payment for your PD. And then you've got to get cover for your lessons when you're not there because you're probably away for the day, organize coaches and so forth. So it, from a teacher's perspective, the events they love and they really like to be there, but logistically it was really hard. So I wanted to create something that had just as much engagement, just as much excitement and that opportunity to build those mindsets and and connect with people in industry, but do it in a way that was online, but it was real people talking and engaging. And obviously that met with my logo, which is engaging education. So, and my, my brand. So yeah, so then we moved everything online and it's now flexible, um, fully resourced, and it enables those teachers to have that ripple effect in their school. And they yes. take those programs on and they work with the students and the industry comes to them rather than them coming to the industry. That's fabulous. And that's across Australia now, right? That, that yeah, anybody so in Australia we- can access your programs? Yes, anybody can access. It's all online um, yep. at our website. And um, we are working with schools through pilot programs and um, giving uh, schools access to industry professionals. Um, they can access interviews, case studies, resources. Everything can be shared with students. And um, yeah, and the Be The Difference program is a great PD for teachers as well because they learn about coaching skills and how to adapt that, you know, traditional teaching approach to when you're then dealing with real life challenges and building those skills for business. Yes. How do you then switch to a coaching model? And that's something that, they, you know, as teachers, we never get taught, yeah. you know, and it's really important skills. And so it's a great PD opportunity. Absolutely. And then they get then get to apply and learn those skills as they go through the program with their students. And there's nothing more powerful than actually learning with your students, which I think is great because you're learning together and you're going through it. And I just think it's really um, empowering for both teachers and the students. Spot on. 
Yeah, and it would be. And the fact that these these programs are available, which is one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you on the podcast today, is I just feel like more people need to know. More people need to know that this is available to them from across Australia. And I know you have big sites, big plans for the next few years as well. Um, I won't say, well, it is, is it going to be the world eventually? Will we go in global? <laughs> I'd love to take, especially be the difference. Yes. There is no reason whatsoever why anyone in another country can't jump on board and share this um, experience with with their students because life challenge, you know, financial security, leadership, all of these life challenges are real for everybody, right? Anyone yes. in any country and all teenagers are experiencing these challenges that essentially are leading to anxiety and helplessness. Mm-hmm. And through exploring those challenges, we're not only tackling that, putting that, giving them their power back, but ultimately we're also building those really important skills that industry wants from young people, that resilience, that ability to problem solve, that understanding of inquiry, finding the information, reflection and self-awareness. And then also being able to articulate themselves and to be able to say and communicate clearly, this is what is important to me and this is what I want. And so the whole program just tackles both areas and, and it works with teachers and it strengthens relationships. It, I mean, obviously, you can hear I'm so passionate about it. <laughs> yes, yes. And I love it. And I mean, you are so passionate and you are the you are the driver of this. And it, to see it have grown from from this idea when, you know, essentially when we just started working together a few years ago to where it's got to now. And it's just, it's been such an honor to work alongside you, Karen, and to see this just grow and grow and grow. Um, and you should be very proud of what you've achieved and um, and the impact that you are making um, just in these few, you know, short years of taking this concept to the point it's at now. Thank you. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, it sure is. Um, okay, so you had some tips here for you know for anybody out there who is thinking about growing an idea from that point where it is just an idea to actually seeing it evolve and taking that concept to the next level. And you are the perfect person to speak on that. So could you perhaps share your five tips on what you would encourage someone to do? Yeah, of course. So obviously, as I said, I was the teacher teaching for. 13 years so I stepped out of the professional um, arena and then I went into teaching moved to Australia and then I went into running a business and I taught business and enterprise so I thought I knew a lot about business right but nah (laughs) actually knowing about business and being able to run a business and run a business effectively I've had to get mentors and you know, coaches and go on learning courses myself, which is really important. But my tips come from my experience. And if I knew this at the beginning of my journey, I think it would have really helped me a lot sooner. So this is where my tips come from. So tip number one is focus on your strengths. So try not to be everything you can, even though you have to do a lot of the jobs yourself, and you will have to, but focus on what it is that you do really well. Um, work out what those things are, what your strengths are. So my strengths, for example, are ideas. I come up with ideas. I'm creative. When it comes to sometimes execution and organization and um, management of that, that's where I, sh- I I can sometimes struggle. So I, I've learned to get tools and work with people that can help me with that. 
and help me to really focus on where my priorities are. So focus on what it is that you're really good at, because that's where um, that's where the the magic is, I guess, going to happen. So and that's what you're here to do is bring that that those strengths. Number two is find your tribe. So I love that quote that you could be the juiciest, nicest peach on the tree, but there are still people out there that don't like peaches. So <laughs> I love you know, that. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. I love it. But there are there are people out there that won't share your vision, that don't have the same values as you. And, you know, there is no point wasting your time trying to convince somebody who doesn't share that same vision or values as you. And there will be people out there who are just as passionate and share your values. And it's about trying to work out where those people are and identify them and find them. So, you know, find your tribe because you you will go a lot further together than you will alone. So make sure that you actually um, connect with those people. Um, I networked and that was the scariest thing for me coming out of teaching was going into professional networking. But the people I have met through networking, um, I have, especially in the early days, they're now still really close people that I still catch up with we still grab at, grab coffees there's still people I will bounce ideas off of mm-hmm. so definitely put yourself out there you're not gonna especially if you're running a business from home just clicking on and connecting on a few people on on the internet that's great but there's nothing um nothing as powerful as actually finding those people so joining events joining clubs going to networking and actually um meeting people through you know um groups and um training courses and activities so definitely put yourself out there and find your tribe um work smart so number three something that was a big one for me i i think i probably burnt myself out about two or three years ago um massively um i've you know and i think i've you know sometimes we think we've got to work hard you know it's the hustle it's yep the getting you know we've got to really do so much and you know you and, and as women as well I think we're, we've got this more drive to prove ourselves as well yes. to show that we can do it all oh yeah you know I can do it all I can balance everything I can fit it all in because I'm going to smash my goals and you know no one's going to hold me back just because I'm a woman or no one's going to hold me back just because I've been you know um I I'm just trying to think of the reason but the what I learned really quickly is that if you work hard, you're not necessarily just doing isn't enough. Yes. But if you can actually take some time back, um, take a step back and really look at what it is you're actually trying to achieve and think about how can you maximize the time that you've got available and work smart and not hard. Yes. So by that, I mean, um, is it really worth my time ringing up 50 schools and trying to get to every teach, find the right teacher, the decision maker in every single school and spend my days doing that? Or is it better for me to connect with networks or people who already have those connections, see the mutual benefit and the shared and aligned values and work together so that we can deliver and both achieve the goals that we want to achieve, but do it together? Yep, and absolutely. then I don't actually have to do that. So working smart. Number four. Um, I guess it's like owning the value that you have. When I first started, 
it was a classic. I used to say to everybody, oh, I'm just a teacher. And, you know, I'm trying to organize a few events, you know, and I was like giving it all this and the, you know, just, I think we use that body language, don't we? Where we're yes. kind of like, we're, you know, and we stay this limiting language. Yes. But being a teacher, there's no such thing as just a teacher. You know, I'm a problem solver. I think on my feet, I, 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 I deal with 30 kids and not all of them are in the best mood. And, you know, I managed to create banter in classes and I can, I communicate effectively. I can share information. Um, I can manage a timetable. I can pick up, um, you know, I can think, like I say, think on my feet. And if something doesn't work, I can deal with it. I'm a problem solver. So there's no such thing as just say, even mm-hmm. if you've been at home and you've been working, you know, you've been a mum and or a parent and you're at home with your children and you've had a career break. There's no such thing as just a you've always got something. So I think find what it is that makes you shine and then own it, be proud of it and put it out there because there'll be somebody out there that you can add value to with what you know and what you can bring and that value you can add. Oh, and finally pay it forward because I'm obviously with what I do. um, We connect industry and professionals with young people and educators. So we love anyone to come forward because you've everyone's got something they can add and some experience that we can share with young people that can help them to shine and spot their talents and see their possibilities and that's my tip so yep. quite long-winded <laughs> <laughs> no that's perfect Karen and, and honestly I think you know that last point you made about getting involved and how you can share your story and people can connect with you where can they find you um, on the interwebs Yep. So um, on the um, so at my website, which is www.engagingeducation.com.au, um, we do have a um, Instagram site and Facebook page for Be the Difference and Engaging Education. Perfect. And um, I'm sure we can share those with the podcast in the yes, in we the, sure will. And um, I'm on LinkedIn, so I'm there as Karen D. But if you type in Karen Dennett, you'll find me. Um, picture of me with a coffee in my hand in a coffee shop working, which is what I'm normally doing. So it's perfect. Um, and yeah, and I would probably say um, the, uh, our new Future Female Leaders program. I'd just like to add that going back to the working smart bit, mm-hmm. I collaborated with the most amazing leadership coach called Claire Sieber from Eating Your Cake Too. And together we have made this work. And we've bought our skills, we've collaborated, we've complemented each other, and we celebrate together at the gala dinner on the 25th of November. And we've got an epic programme lined up for next year and really exciting opportunities for scholarships. So, yeah, that whole working smart, find your tribe, all of those have been achieved with that programme. So I just wanted to give Claire a shout out as well, because she's been amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there again, that's another program that has just grown and gone into its strength. So yeah, congratulations to you both on seeing that one through. Perfect. Okay. Well, we will wrap it up for today, but I just wanted to say thank you so much, Karen, for coming on and sharing your story. Anybody out there who might be listening, I hope that you are inspired to take action on that idea, that one thought that you may have had. Um, If anything that you can gain from Karen's story, take those five tips on board, get involved and, um, and just start, right. Just take that first step and then the next, and then the next. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, reach out for help. Yes. There's always someone out there that's willing and able to help you. Absolutely. Brilliant. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up for today. Thank you so much, Karen, for coming on the show. Thank you all out there for listening. Make sure you leave a review at the bottom of this episode, and we will catch you next time on the Your Healthy Business Podcast. See you later. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining me on today's episode. While I've still got your attention, I'd like to tell you about my brand new program called Aspire, the manifesting methodology. In this program, we attune, align, ascend, and action your big dreams and desires so that you can go out and create more of what you want in your day-to-day life. I'd love you to come and check it out. It's at janinediltzbayman.com slash aspire, and I hope to see you there.